Hello guys, and welcome back to the Toronto Fest Pineapple Podcast. I'm Adam, you can find me at adamistalking underscore on Twitter. And I am Sam from the LC Productions team, even though we don't upload videos anymore. Right. And I'm Taylor, and you can find me not outside. <laughs> hey. Exactly. Uh, and if you do find him outside, send him me. home. Oh, okay, that, maybe that's a little less violent. I, I, I will always love your opening gags. That's our equivalent to like, the Simpsons couch gag. Oh, I, could think yeah. I, could, I think I see those clouds you were just talking about moving over to my pot, my neck of the woods. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they've moved back over to mine. It's not raining anymore here. Wow. I can see some clouds that look like they are, are, are cross. Quick. Oh, yeah. um, it's, I still quick. haven't quite got used Sorry. to the fact that I live in just this weird little village. Like, I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, why not? Are you, you I mean, I don't, like really, I don't Yeah, I'm much. But I much prefer cities. I, I don't like living in the middle of That's nowhere. Fair. I don't like having I to think... drive everywhere. Not like I can drive. Have you I explored think... yeah, Adam? Have you explored like yeah. um, the abandoned sewers and stuff and found out some big conspiracy <laughs> theory about the village? No, yeah, some sort of like hot fuzz kind of thing. No, because yeah. we don't because we don't it's exactly not a, what I was no, it's not a charming village. It's got the same energy as a town. It's just there's nothing here. How big so is it? Is it the size of a village, or is it actually fairly large? It's, it's a large village, but it's still very uh, much. Yeah, it's village. pretty big. That means when the whole population turns on you, Adam, you are not going to make it out. And there. actually, well, a lot of it's quite new. I live just across from a very, a fairly new housing estate. Actually, there used to be a hospital here. That's um, why yeah. you haven't found any in any fact, dead bodies and stuff and yet, because it's a new estate. And in fact, our <laughs> church, not our church, the church that my in in the village that mom, is one of mum's churches, but that I don't really go to because it's too traditional for me. Um, mm. Was actually used to be the um, chapel for the hospital when there was a hospital here. See, Adam, that's why you're also real. You, you haven't noticed that the entire village is part of a cult yet because you don't go to the local church. Oh, it's is that is that rain or is that? What we got? Is that? Is that? Oh no, that's hail. That's the footsteps that's of the villagers tapping. coming towards you with their. Someone tapping on your window. <laughs> that is thick hail. Like, thick hail. Yeah, like it's like you know the sort of just, just leave it at that. Thick, thick hail. That'll do. You know the sort of beans inside of bean bags. They're that kind of size. They're really, really chunky balls of hail. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah. Just as long as it doesn't reach. Uh, what's something bigger than bean bag? But as long as it doesn't reach foam peanuts, that's when you worry. <laughs> oh yeah. On oh, no, a pe- uh, crunchy M&Ms. There we go. Which none that's of us have smaller. today. We normally have some crunchy M&Ms, but. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. I should hopefully have some peanut M&Ms arriving tonight, but they are for my birthday cake. You ordered them? Yes. Oh, yes. So just normal food shopping. I thought you meant you yeah. like yeah. gone on Amazon oh, and just ordered some peanut, some peanut <laughs> M&Ms. No, last time I ordered, uh, they replaced them with crunchy, and my birthday cake is meant to be peanut butter themed, so I ate all the crunchy ones. Fair enough. That's fair. So, because uh, my mum's making a chocolate cake and she's covering covering it in some fondant icing that we've got to use up in the cupboard, and then I'm going to decorate it with some. Only... Reese's peanut butter cups and some nice. peanut M and M's and some peanut butter frosting. Fondant icing that you've got that you've got to use up. That you're really pushing the boat out for your birthday, aren't you? <laughs> well, <laughs> we we figured might as well. It's it's it was open for my yeah. sister's birthday, so mm. we need to use. It, otherwise, it goes hard and you can't use it and it gets chopped away. That's true. Yeah, we... and it's a waste of perfectly good sugar and chemicals. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think I did some stuff with fondant icing recently. Is that the one that you just get in like blocks? It's like a bit like just plasticine. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So we made my we made my housemate a birthday cake. Um, I thought you were gonna say we made my made my house out of that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll send you guys a picture of it later. We made my housemate a birthday cake. There's two important facts you need to learn for this to make sense. One, my housemate is from Cornwall. Okay. okay. Two, 
there is quite a rivalry between Cornwall and the neighbouring county of Devon. Oh. Which oh. is why, for my friend's birthday, we made him a cake of when the Devon was, flag. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and with various other... We, we made a little pasty. Uh, little fondant icing. I've never used fondant icing before. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you try and dye it with like food colouring, your hands normally... To yeah. change colour. So if you're making anything out of red, it does look like you've just murdered. <laughs> well, we ended up just making to get the right colours for stuff. We just like for the pasty, we just kind of got all the different types of flavours and we kind of put the different colours together until we got something that actually ended up looking at just the right colour for a nicely golden brown pasty. Yeah, because <laughs> my mum does a lot of uh, like baking and stuff, and she has um in her cupboard of loads of cooking stuff. She has a drawer for like icing stuff, and it's basically full of different food colourings and edible glitter, edible glue. Cool. And she has another drawer that's got like moulds and stuff to make edible flowers and okay. every time you every time you fancy a snack, just dip your finger in the edible glitter jar and lick it. <laughs> or just pour yourself be, a bowl of glitter. <laughs> it would be almost like it would be less food. filling than drinking water. Yeah. I'm sure well, if I, it's certainly it, less it, nutritious. If you want an extremely light snack, then go for that. Oh, I was ever so Tiny, the tiniest bit. It's like you would be so hungry, you wouldn't actually notice that you were that. Hungry. It'd be unnoticeable. You just needed to fill yourself up for the next twenty minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. for my sister's birthday was during lockdown, and we uh, did a Zoom call with the family. Oh, that's cool. Seems everyone seems to be using well. Zoom. Zoom. Zoom shares have gone through the roof. That's what what um yeah. Yeah. mum's church. That's what they've been doing all their services on. I haven't heard anything yeah, about Skype. Skype is no, well, so good for Skype's that. Dead. Like Skype's Skype mostly died as soon as Skype's mo- mostly game. business now, I think. I did talk to I did have to have a meeting with our um oh, I can't remember her title. She's basically we don't have on my course we don't have individual we don't each have like a personal tutor. We just have Judy who is in charge of like <laughs> if if you need help, go to her. She's the one that knows what she's talking about. Um yeah, that's which fair. is what yeah, she's basically in charge of like well being past like pastoral. She's like pastoral. Sounds like the person who in like a zombie apocalypse film, when all the other teachers die, there'll be the one person left alive who will for <laughs> some reason have an axe in their bottom drawer. So, Contact- oh. I contacted her uh, over my dissertation, which had some problems with my dissertation, uh, ECP. Uh. I'd written a first draft. I wrote a first draft last, first first semester, sent it to mm-hmm. my, ad- my advisor and got back some feedback that was not, broadly speaking, <laughs> very positive. Uh. So I made some of the changes he suggested, not all of them, but I did my best to, for the ones, you know, I thought, no, he's clearly right. Or or at least the ones that I thought, this is not a fight that's worth picking. Uh, I made those changes, submitted another one. I got another set of feedback back with also not particularly positive. Proceeded Mm. to have a small breakdown, write half of a scene breakdown for a completely separate piece. Um, By this point, officially, there was about three weeks left. Um, oh my word. Before, before submission uh, got about halfway through that and realised I, I can't get this done had a small breakdown and email, email, emailed Judy who was very helpful yeah that's pretty much the process of doing like, essays for uni especially with my course as well it's just like you struggle through the whole time and then kind of towards the end you email for help and then you just get it done in the last couple of weeks but, <laughs> sounds kind of similar to how I code as well I do coding <laughs> you're lucky Sam you don't have a deadline <laughs> Yeah, this is I set my own deadline. This was back when it was wanna... due. Oh, okay. Thing is, most of my assignments have had three deadlines. Like my my ECP was supposed to be due in end of March, oh, right. or beginning of April, one of the two. Then, so it was supposed to be due in on the twenty fourth of March. Okay. Then 
strikes happened. I don't know if they oh, happened yeah. at your university as well, uh, but you know, so. uh, university teaching unions did some industrial action yeah, for perfectly good reasons. They, but in response, obviously, lots of lectures were getting cancelled. The uni pushed everyone's dates two weeks. Mm. I put my deadline on the seventh of April, and then oh, well, the world pretty. stopped. <laughs> so they pushed all <laughs> the dates again. So I only gave it in like last week. That's brilliant. The world's <laughs> just like putting all these shitty things out there but it's kind of working in your favor a little bit it has worked out yeah. so well in my favor i have barely had it's to change my me. lifestyle and i've got all this extra time on my work although <laughs> i'm now not working and back at home with my family which is a good thing i'm also finding loads of time to do loads of game coding which is yeah. good because when i go back to work a i won't have time and b i don't have a new laptop yet so it won't be the one i have isn't good enough to do any game coding on so even if I do have time, I won't be able to do any. Mm, yeah. It does take a lot of time. That's some sometimes. I mean, I went on yesterday and I was like, right, I'm gonna add some extra functions and stuff to something. So I went on, started it. The first few were okay, and I was like, oh, I want to make a thing. So if you place a block down somewhere it's not meant to go, it will break and the item will drop. I was like, that should be easy. But nope. oh no, 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 it was not easy. <laughs> I, the first problem I had was I was trying to call functions on a block uh, before it had spawned, so I have to. Ah. I had to spawn it somewhere else first, quickly take some data and stuff from it, and then kill it. And then that place was it where it's supposed to go and then break it again, presumably. Essentially, yes. Uh, the second oh. issue came when... Um, second thing was, it um, wasn't calling the functions to the correct blocks and things, and it was breaking the wrong thing. So I'd place a block down, and instead of that one breaking, the one next to it would break. I was like, that's oh, not man. right. So eventually I fixed that, and then it was working, but there was an error because the block was being destroyed, so some of the functions that get called later on weren't working because the block had already just got destroyed, wow. and it doesn't like that because it's like, oh, I can't do this because the, the owner is dead. <laughs> so then I had to try and delay the block from being destroyed a little bit, and then upon delaying it, it was then breaking for some reason. I still don't know why. <laughs> so eventually, I had to I had to go and do I had to make a separate. Well, it wasn't a function; it was event, so it can be called and have different parameters and stuff. So I literally have the main function which I made yesterday. So if you place a block down, it calls the blocks around it and it says to them, am I allowed to be placed here? And they then go, um, no. And then they say, you need to break and drop your item. But instead of destroying the block, well, it calls, it does most of the stuff, but it doesn't destroy the actor. It then calls a separate event somewhere else that literally just destroys the actor after a delay. Because that was the only way I could do it. I, I, I've heard that game coding involves a a lot of bodging. Mm. <laughs> it seems yeah. like that's what's going on. It's messy. It starts off looking all neat, and then you get an error, so you fix it, and then you get another error, so you fix it, and then by the end, you look back and you're like, right, let's look, and then you zoom out, and then it's just a big mess, and you're like, well, yeah. I it's... hope I never have to come back to this because I'm not going to be able to understand <laughs> yeah. a thing it means. At which point, it's basically held together by the digital equivalent of sellotape and yeah. <laughs> pure willpower. Exactly. And then I step away, and I'm like, great, it worked, and I come back the ne next day, it still works works but uh for, god forbid the next day i come i have to actually change something and i'm not going to understand i'm going to look mm. and i'm going to go what is all of this mess a lot of the time as well, i have as done well. that before because i've had to sometimes i've gone back to something that i'd done ages ago and i'm like right i just want to tweak it so it does this and i look at the code and i'm following it along and i'm like okay okay mm. what <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sometimes I actually sit there and I'm like, technically this shouldn't be working. Why does this work? 
<laughs> so then I'm like, right, I'm just going to leave it. But it's it's been, working, so be, that's all that matters. To, to be fair, though, I, it's not the same order of magnitude, but actually I always find a similar thing with you know, ha- having done a fairly sizable video edit recently. In fact, it was an absolute pain to submit because I couldn't submit the video properly because the... Um, it's too big. <laughs> yeah, yeah be- because Canvas has <laughs> a upload limit of 500 megabytes which is to be fair a fairly big upload limit but mm. i was trying to submit a yeah. 10 minute long 1080p video with music and narration and video clips and multiple conferences it was a gigabyte yeah. i i had to send yeah. a link <laughs> yeah it was big and oh, just but... split it into like 10 parts no. with an interlude or something oh, oh, yeah. oh, but both of you by the way are in the credits on that um yes you told me about that it's really fun oh, cool. like, the first time i've been cited for yeah like properly academic Wait, which, it's quite exciting. It? Oh crap! Did I? F- I might have forgotten to put the music in the bibliography. Oops. Well, to be to be fair, I think that's only for like copyright stuff. No, what you, was you, that? You're what in were the, the credits. You're for? in the credits on the actual video, just not in. I had to also submit it with a transcript with a bibliography, with a proper academic bibliography, and I did forget to put all the music in that because ev- every single thing I used needed to be cited properly in the bibliography. So there is in a piece of work like you have been, you have now been officially academically cited <laughs> in a proper academic format. Why you, ha- you have Sam, for the video I used? I, te- I texted you, remember? Oh, I barely remember. <laughs> Hold on. It's great. I remember like, you texted me and said, "Can I use? Can I use, a video? Can I use yeah. this?" And I was like, "Yeah, fine, but I can't remember which video it was." I just used one of your modern Minecraft ones. I didn't say specifically at the time. I just kind of texted you and um, Shane uh, and ah. said, "Need examples of video? Can I steal one of yours?" And you both said yes. So you have proper. It's like proper like Jennings, comma Samuel. It's great. I love it. It's, so, <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Oh yeah. I did. I really want to see the final piece now. So oh, I can you will. Hey, look, you, that's you will, my video. You will eventually. I will get to it. Um, and yeah, I also used a couple of bits of Taylor's music in it. Um, that's hilarious. Which is great. I don't think they'll pick you up on that not citing it because that's just such a small I, thing. Well, it depends I how. Shouldn't, uh, they shouldn't do it. Depends they, how in depth. They are. What I'm hoping is what happens is they look look at the frankly ridiculously sized list of sources and just say. I assume they've got it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not check too closely. It looks extensive enough. The potted plant in the background of this scene was donated by this person. But but, <laughs> but what I have also done is because yours, technically speaking, yours is copyrighted music because and I know True. these things under UK copyright law, you do not have to register copyright. You just have to oh. say, and you have said on your website it's copyrighted to you, which means it is. Well, there you go then. Yeah, well, I think I've I've worked I, I this can, out. Yeah, I heard this. I'll make it. I'll make a exception for you, Adam. Well, I, well, I have. I have that, that's the thing. In in the so I've got credits at the end of the year. They're not uh, properly um, academically cited. They're in a more simple solution that's better for YouTube stuff. But I have got at the bottom when I'm on the music side. I've got the list of all the bits of music, and I've got mm. all, so all music from da 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 used under Creative Commons. Music by Taylor Harbison used by permission. Yeah, <laughs> which was cool. Yeah, like sounds all extra official as well. It but, does. Yeah. It's great. No, but it was good. It was good music to use. Actually, it, it worked really well. Sure. The the choices that you used were quite surprising because like one of them I made um on a free online like music store DAW. Yeah. But called Audio Sauna or something like that. And I was just messing around with that. And then I came up with a thing that I quite like to listen to. And then the other one is like a when I like properly tried to the do one an actual, actual like, proper song. song. Done, yeah. Yeah. I so made like the um, again, range of things. It's so funny. It was just about. Yeah. It was just because actually, to be fair, the problem is, I, I, would have, I was planning on using more, but actually, you, your, your music is weird. 
<laughs> like, weirdly than yeah. I realised. Um, have you heard the the intro and outro sequence songs for LC Productions? I made them years ago when I started the channel on GarageBand. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, that sort of weird sort of... Sort of... Yeah, I just put I loads of random sounds together. The full actually, there is an episode. I think it's an old episode of a uh, survival games. I think I played. I don't know which one it was. I played one of them like all the way through the full thing. You should. Have you I still got the MP3 somewhere? That's really weird. I think so. Yeah. You should upload it to like Spotify. Or something. See, see, that's, that's really funny. That's really weird because that's you know you know, you get false memories sometimes, right? I could have sworn I'd heard that in other stuff and that you'd just stolen it from somewhere. I have thought that until <laughs> this second. That was just, it's a bit, think, you know, it's a bit of, it's a sound it's effect that's on YouTube. Yeah, it was made of loads of random sound files that were on um, GarageBand. GarageBand sucks, oh, yeah. so, oh, so, yeah, okay, that's fair. That's, that's really so weird. I, I genuinely, to this day, have thought you stole that from somewhere else. <laughs> just there you go. It's, it's sort of like um, how loads of video games use Doom sound effects. It's all Doom. It's like, that's that's um that kind of thing i guess yeah that's the, the doom modding community of... is wonderful yeah so i've been running virtual set sessions for the anime society where we've been watching through stuff like we normally do only one other person's shown up it's <laughs> oh, no. great it's great it's just it's, it's just me and my friend anna um that's fine, yeah. i've been using a wonderful platform called cosme uh, which i okay. found out someone i follow on tumblr had been using it to do carmen rider watch alongs um <laughs> but that actually and it has a lot of different sort of apps and stuff that it has with it one of them is like a screen sharing one which is how you know one i use it has also yeah. got a um one of the things it has in it is a clone of i think it is one of the doom games or oh, something wow. like that that's perfect that's amazing what is it yeah it's got it's, it's got like it's got an nes and snes emulators too <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's got a Quake. Sorry, it's got a it's got oh, a Quake, clone yeah. of Quake Three Arena in <laughs> just so that you can just play, and it's got you can play poker as well and cards against humanity. That's amazing. Yeah, one one of the things I wanted um, there's a there's a mod you can get for Minecraft that adds like some game game machines, so Pac Man machine and things like that. And oh, I was cool. and it's it's so easy to add things sometimes think other games to a game because if you can find the game in the same game coding software someone's already done it and it's mm. like oh it's free to use or whatever yeah, do whatever easy, you want you essentially just copy all the code over and bung it in yeah. your own game and suddenly that's you've how, got a game within a game that's i'm sure how they, they put all the nes games in the first animal crossing thing for gamecube you could buy arcade yeah. machines and then just emulate an nes game <laughs> it's like um easy to do if you can get access to the uh access to just the code and it saves you having to make it because you could probably code it yourself if it's a small simple game yeah but then if it's not in and then you, you just have to, you sometimes it's you easier could to probably code, code it yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean I, pac-man i could probably do oh, i wonder if I, I don't know i, wonder I did a um i still have that a dice roller i coded a dice roller the other a few days ago because someone mentioned uh, someone uh chris's brother was talking about how he had done some code for that and i was like oh i wonder if i can do that so then i jumped mm. on and did it it's a shame i That's probably cool. don't have the um i'm not sure if i've still got all the uh coding bits from school anymore i think i, don't I think definitely I don't I don't think I ever copied that onto... <laughs> if I copied it onto anywhere, I copied it onto my big... No, I went. I copied it onto my portable hard drive because I didn't have that until... I don't know where that is either. I'm hoping I've left that at uni because otherwise, oh, I've, yeah, lost... otherwise I've lost a two terabyte hard drive. Well, I, I still have um, <laughs> my account on Scratch with all the projects I made. I assume it's still on there. Like, cool. All the projects I made during sixth form. I think That's I made so two funny. or three games on there. And an AI. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah, that was one of the ones I was counting, yeah. Okay. Which, if I remember correctly, they actually put a game within the AI, and you nice. could play your own like 
sort yeah. of very very basic RPG. I remember doing that in Python as well. The kind of it's the like kind of Python. pseudo AI. It's not like because yeah, AI like, insinuates yeah, it's yeah. like it learning. Yeah, it was just the one I did had everybody. was just like answers and responses. Yeah, exactly. I did try and get it to do a learning thing where if it didn't know what something was, you could say here's the response to this question and it would That's... remember it. I don't know if I ever got it working in the end or not. Mm. That sounds very difficult to code in Scratch. Yeah. But you could probably, it probably wouldn't be too really. difficult. It's, it, well, I can't remember how much what Scratch has got, but it's essentially you just, if it doesn't answer any, if what you're typing doesn't answer any of its already loaded parameters, then you get it to ask if it wants to remember it and then it will you just save the last thing you said to an array and at the same okay, index, yeah. save the answer. I think Scratch can do it. I think I almost had it. That's, a, that's so funny. I wasn't expecting this to be 20 minutes of us talking about coding. It's actually quite cool. <laughs> it's different. It's good. It's different. Maybe yeah. just listing TV programs like we normally do. I think I've got, because I've got my main game that I've been coding a lot recently because it's got a lot of stuff in it. But then there are another two games I started coding as well ages ago and haven't touched for like years. Mm. And um, one of them got quite far, actually. I was doing a side scroller and that's a lot easier to code because it didn't have as oh, much stuff in it. I think the most difficult thing to code was the was the map as well. That was the most difficult thing. Yeah. Which doing a map for a side scroller is a bit weird because I made it show the entire area and then it, you were just this little smiley face oh, moving okay. around. Yeah, that's quite cool. Oh, I see. So I coded, see the whole map I, I coded some like bouncy balloons and some spikes <laughs> and a checkpoint thing that saves where you are as well. Hmm. And um, the idea is it was called it's called just a simple platformer. And the idea is it starts off as just a simple platform, but as you go along, it gets like more stuff added to it. And then it has like uh, you get an inventory eventually, and you get like loads of random stuff added mm. to it. So yeah, every level it just gets more and more complex. Yeah, exactly. Eventually you get the normal stuff that you get inside scrollers, like spikes and traps and teleporters yeah. and things. But then you get like those uh, you get like mini games and you get an inventory, and then eventually at some point it goes into a first person shooter and yeah. it just goes like yeah that's the idea eventually it's very cool i don't think and then I, the other game um, i've i started but haven't touched for a while is basically a tower defense game cool. oh i love those at some I, point i'll get back to that terrible with gaming yeah. like, i don't play enough like i both i, I, always, I always end up just defaulting back to playing mario kart 8 on a loop <laughs> well, I, I, I still haven't finished pokemon uh, shield i just keep meaning well, to... you better do it quick because they've come they're coming up with dlc that i know i, I have I know I need to. Yeah, I still haven't finished Breath of the Wild either. I got stuck on the. I got stuck on a, one of the boss fights and I forgot to finish. Oh, I've only. I, I was on my friend's switch. I only got past the elephant one. Well, no, I haven't even done that one yet. I think, but, oh, like, I, think I got. I, up to... I, I got. I got onto the camel one, which is the last one. Well, oh, it was the last one for me because I don't think there's a specific order. I think that's what I meant by elephant. I always get them confused by. No, there might. I think there is camel. an elephant. No, there is an elephant one. Oh, is there? Oh, there there's an elephant. The elephant one's them. the one that's all in like in the water. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah. The water. And then there's a camel one which is in right. the desert area, yes. that, which spins. And I just got stuck I on the boss fight. Absolutely, it's so no confusing. Idea. It's what a really good on. game. I really should. Sorry, Sam. All you need to know is camel that spins. <laughs> It's right. a spinning camel and an elephant that spits water. <laughs> uh, it's such a Searching for game. a camel in the emojis on Discord and something to do with what? spinning. No, it's nothing to do with spinning, but uh, have a camel. I just typed in spinning camel and there's a YouTube video about how to spin camel fiber. So oh. there you go. But yeah, it's it's, it's a good game. I I, I think mm. I find you know the boss fights, especially the the the, the divine beast. It's 
even playing it on the in handheld rather than on the TV, which I generally have been. Mm. Like the scale is insane. Insane. It's so it's, it's it's a great game in the it's really slow to get anywhere, and yeah. at no point have I ever do you ever care because the terrain no. and the world is so much. In, it's so fun to to get through. Like it's what's, a, what's amazing though is that that you can make the world equally feel tiny with the paraglider. Yeah, because you're just gliding over everything, looking it's, down it, at it. It looks so small, but then you can also immerse yourself in it. That's what makes it so cool. I think it's a very good game. Mm. Do you remember really Taylor well. when uh, you? I think it was you, um, Anonymous Trafford, and I. We were all around the office, and we did off camera. We did um, a game of microscope. Yes. Yeah, where you have to basically just you and a bunch of people create a world, basically. I remember we had like a, a collection of Jeremy's running about. That the place. was it, Jeremy, and it was uh, pick a lily circus. Yeah. <laughs> and a flying circus in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, Adam. Basically, have like... I explained this to you before? Yeah, I think so. On possibly yeah. even on a previous episode of this, I, I think. <laughs> well, there might... we go. I think you it's have. Say no about. more. It's amazing. What else has been going on in people's lives recently? I know there hasn't been much, but let's see if there's anything. Mm. I've been, like you said earlier, I was trying to, um, I've been focusing on music as well. Somewhat kind of too much because I do have work to do. My Amazon playlist now has 300 songs. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I have been making more stuff, mostly electronic because it's just easier. Yeah. I have the microphone, obviously. I'm speaking into it. But I think with recording guitars and stuff like that, the thing I get most wrong is the mixing. Like I'm really not that good at it. Just getting all the like frequencies in the right place so that, so that they don't like clash with each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, once I get used to that, then I'll probably start making like guitar stuff I, I, as well. But. Yeah, I I I've never tried to do too heavy, too much heavy. You know, the most like even I don't know if you guys saw it because I, I didn't really. You might have. I re-recorded. Uh, yeah, I saw it. So, yeah, I re-recorded "Hello Goodbye," which was a song I wrote. Back when we finished school. Oh uh, yeah, I think I saw um, that. Yeah. But like that's even that with you know with the, with the even moving that up to to the guitar. Uh, you know that 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 was just that was not any that was that was no mixing. That was literally mm. just you know sat the snowball on, clap sync and. Yeah. That's and how go. I did a lot of my demos in um, on YouTube. Yeah, that's, that's how it, you that's can go back and see those like ages yeah. ago. I made those, Talk but um, about... I am trying to like kind of arrange different like songs with drums and like well, program drums. Obviously, I'm not a drummer, <laughs> and like bass frequencies as well and stuff like that. It's very difficult. Yeah. For me, it's but, mostly yeah. that I don't know if I like I played it. Well, I did a Instagram live show. Sam, watch you were watching most of it. I think. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah, I'm planning on doing that, that again. I'm gonna plan on doing that again. Now I've got the nice guitar. Um, but like I played, a, I did play a couple of my own songs there. Mm. But the problem is, is I write songs as a way to process feelings, which means yeah. most of my songs are a bit depressing. <laughs> like I, I'm a lot of my music, you know, I, I my big sort of musical inspirations are sort of indie artists like um, Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridges, that kind of, which sure. is all very, but like it's that it's that kind the kind of style i end up writing it's not fun i'm very inspired by like i i don't have any of the like elements in the songs that i write but i'm very inspired by prog rock bands like my favorite one's thumper monkey <laughs> just name. throwing that out there good name yeah but um so a lot of like feelings and emotions i'll try and put into the like chords and the notes yeah, and kind yeah. of evoke certain feelings i'm absolutely terrible at writing lyrics i'm getting there. tell you something i did a something i Sorry, did a couple I kind of, of 
It's interesting having because when I redid Hello Goodbye, I did tweaks and lyrics because between mm. writing it and now I, you know, I took a module in songwriting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but yeah, the lyrics are really. I am. I am much more lyric focused just because again of my biggest sort of in, writing inspirations are are very lyric focused even people who don't like uh gary lightbody from snow patrol who is very mm. lyrical so, so, I, so i'm very lyric driven even if i'm not entirely happy with my lyrical abilities quite yet yeah i guess One... the, the, the idea is is just carry on doing it over and over again and mm. pretty soon you'll just and they, be a master and they are getting the... better I've, I've written some stuff so do a thousand of hours of something to be an expert exactly can't remember who said that, but someone famous. Oh, then let's just say it was Einstein and assume it's not. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it normally works, isn't it? Yeah. Speaking of something I finally got Einstein. done in lock in lockdown oh, was yeah. um finally spray painted my bin orange. Something I've been wanting to do for a while. Please tell me you did that outside. Theme in my room. And, did you spray um, paint it inside or outside? The back garden, so it's okay. okay. Yeah, that's good. And oh, yeah. have I, I don't know if I've mentioned on this podcast before, but I've told you guys before that I I do a daily like a log thing at the end of each day. I yeah. didn't know that actually. Yeah, at the end of each day, I just write down essentially cool. what I have done in that day. Sounds like yeah. okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a diary because it's very plain and boring. It's yeah, literally it, just a. I did this, I did that. But it's very useful, actually, because sometimes I'm like, oh, what what did we do when we were on holiday? What did we do on the third day of this holiday two years ago? And I'm like, ah, oh, actually, I can find out exactly what we did. Mm. And I have I have been doing this now for consecutively, basically, 1,243 wow. days. That That's is... Dedication. That's three yeah. or four years. That's... That is impressive. Uh, three years, yeah. Four, over, the fourth year will be on uh, the one thousand four hundred and something okay. or other. Wow. I feel like right now, if I did, if I had one of those, I'd just be putting like dittos for every day. <laughs> yeah, it does get yeah. a bit plain sometimes. Sometimes I spice it up and I, I write the day backwards, so I start from what I did in the <laughs> evening, work forwards, just to spice just it up. To throw you off. <laughs> I think that's what the police I... do when they're interviewing people. It has taken. <laughs> I've, I've done so lots far. of research on police interviews that was a complete waste of time because I I researched it for a scene in my ECP, which my which my supervisor made me take out. Oh. <laughs> I'm on my seventh notebook of logs wow. now. I've filled six different variety notebooks. I always try and get one that looks a bit different to the previous yeah, one. Naturally. And That's I've cool. filled six notebooks already. I'm on my seventh. That is genuinely impressive. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no joke here. That's cool. I'm just, I'm just gonna see how long I can go on for. Yeah. Just have like a bookshelf that all <laughs> have. Stuff that you've done. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, my bookshelf like doesn't have that 30. many books on. Only one shelf on my bookshelf is full of books. Yeah, I just wish I had started it earlier because, like, I have, I did start it at a good time because I, I got. Um, the end of year thirteen. Yeah. Uh, the the different jobs I've had and my gap year, and then all the the other few jobs I've had, and um, <laughs> in your other gap, and now I'm, and now and yeah. holiday and the uh, I'm recording all of lockdown is going to be documented now as well. Yeah, like I've, I've will got. This, um, will this be in there? I'll just <laughs> I'll just put. I've recorded a couple episodes of the podcast nice. with Adam and Taylor. That's cool. That's what I'll write. Yeah, that's uh, really but cool. yeah, um, I record when each time I do it, I write the the name, the number of the log, the date, the weather on that day, an approximation of the weather on that day. Like a little, a little, little sun and a little cloud normally means I, I saw a cloud. Uh, or <laughs> at one point in the day. <laughs> yeah, it can mean anywhere from 
I saw a cloud and it was warm all the way to uh, I saw the sun at one point and it was freezing. So it's not quite, it's quite range, varied yeah. that. But if there's rain, then you know it's rain. And if there's no sun, it means I didn't see the sun at all that day. Yeah. And if there's a question mark, it means I didn't even look out the window that day. So I don't really have a clue what the weather was like. <laughs> That's and very obviously very a good. lightning bolt means there was a storm and yeah. snow. Weather, just, 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 just some question marks, I'd say. Just an exclamation. <laughs> I definitely saw Shrug it raining emoji. a bit, and I've seen some clouds, and it is pretty bright out there. So I'll probably put sun with a cloud and some rain, and I'll mention it rained a little bit. Weather, mm. yes. <laughs> there was there definitely weather. weather. That wasn't that. Uh, that was um. Oh, that was an advertisement for probably Specsavers or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was like the news, and someone was like, "News, there is news." Are now onto so and so for the weather. And they're like, "Yes, there will be weather." Of course, there wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, I believe there was a time where there, where the, it was actually news. There is no news. I have. Yeah. You have said yeah. this on the podcast yeah. before. Yeah. I do yeah. remember this. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's cool. There, there, there just was no news. Well, imagine that. I wish that that'd be nice if that happened no. again. <laughs> yeah. It'd be quite nice if there was no use for once. Well, I feel like I they did that, that and then they lost so many ratings that they're like, okay, we should probably just say there's no, we shouldn't ever say there's no news again. So we'll just probably like not. pick up on the tiniest little yeah. stories, which is what they do now. Yeah. I mean, all like in, in um, what happened yesterday. Bruce Almighty, when he fair, goes and like interviews the cookie, like I, the guys making the world's largest cookie. It's I, like, I, yeah, it'd just be nice if that was, if that was the headline someday. Like, it'd be nice to reach a day when, when the news isn't. Look! Look! What's almost about to kill us this week? Yeah. Well, no. As soon as we, as soon as we get down of lock, get out of lockdown, all that news will be replaced with uh, the big Brexit word again. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, That's one by, like, by that point like, as well, um, we'll be approaching the U.S. election, which is going to be its own type of. Um... But yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's gonna. There's, no there will never be another day where there is no right, news. I think. Absolutely. Unless unless you cut down the population by like seven eighths which is if i'm honest not a good idea no there there are reasons i don't like infinity war has anyone read any good books lately <laughs> you tried to... adam's like come on people we're not trying to finish the trip i'm not throwing away another episode because it's too damn depressing <laughs> but yeah um, uh, i haven't have seen i haven't even read any good books i've only i've just started my first mm. book in months i yeah. do not read anymore unfortunately because i, I I don't know. I don't know I've why. been there trying no to reason. read more. I am just. I just started reading the sequel that ca- came out yesterday to a book I read a few months ago. Um, cool. What were uh, what is sort of YA mystery thing? It's good so far. I you know it's more of the what I liked the first one. It's if I had to make any if I had to make an actual book recommendation, it's a great book. I've been reading it for about a year before I actually finished it. Cause I started putting more effort into reading. I started trying to set time I've never... out. Like yeah. I realized if I, I want to get anything done, reading I have the, to um... set time. For it. I never mm. did finish reading the Collins English Mini Dictionary. <laughs> but I, I read didn't even get that far either. I only got to the third chapter. Chapter. Not, is that not like C? Yes. That was the one. I think that's as far. I don't think I got to E. I think I only got to C. I read. I, don't know, I, don't know. I can't remember now. But yeah, and actually, Sam is better to think you might get a kick out of this book, actually. It's a book called Enchanté, um, uh, which is a magic magical realism type thing uh sort of oh, fantasy yeah. way thing set just before the french revolution in paris Ooh. and its magic system is 
brilliant in that it is absolutely horrifying. <laughs> like it really hammers in really well. Like this is this is not fun. <laughs> this is not Harry Potter. This yeah. is this is it is genuinely sad. Anyone has to resort to using this type of thing. Oh, you know, well, it's um, really you know, have you heard the terms like hard hard yeah. magic system. Yeah, yeah, I know, hard and soft magic system. Yeah. In the magic book that I'm, this one's definitely more about, soft. It's not a magic book. It's a book. Of, it's a story about magic. <laughs> yes, that I, will some I, I didn't think you were creating like. <laughs> I'm making a, a magical book. <laughs> but um, in inside that, I actually use the terms soft magic and hard magic. So like people that are soft magic have the ability to wield oh, magic infused items, but can't. Cool. Yeah, oh, but they cool have the ability idea. to wield like magical imbued weapons, but can't cast spells themselves and people with a hard magic system can cast That's spells. Cool. This is what I realised, like, I'm what's weird about having sort of switched to writing not completely switched, as I said, I'm still writing I'm still writing sci-fi but so I've also, I've just today finally started, um, started work on my stage adaptation of The Breakfast Club that I've been wanting to write for years. Because <laughs> I think it's That's cool. I think it's perfectly designed for a stage production. Yeah, I agree. Uh, why? Oh, you know what? Why no major one? There's, like there have been stage adaptations, but why it hasn't been a proper sort of major successful one? I don't know because it's perfect for it. Mm. But do you know? Like, what I finally watched the other day because someone was finally I think watched someone the other day. The Princess Bride. I have not right. seen The Princess Bride. Oh no, it's a classic. I've heard it's good. <laughs> I might get round to it. You know that? Have you heard the phrase? Um, I am insert name here. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know that. I've always heard that it's like a polarizing thing because if you enjoy that kind of cheesy film, then you'll get a kick out of it. But if it's like, I get, it's very. It is a very cheesy film. Like, you need the taste for it. I, uh, I guess because it was an old film and also it was made as a bit. I guess maybe yeah, it was exactly. meant to be slightly comedy, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's oh, definitely yeah, I agree. comedy. But some yeah, people, no, it's definitely a uh, like some people I've met don't enjoy it for that reason. It's just like not their type of film. You know, one thing I found interesting watching Game of Thrones. What have you I, I, quite, I quite like the whole um, hierarchy system. That's quite interesting. As as, as a storytelling concept, right? <laughs> not yeah, <laughs> not just as a way of running government. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to suddenly <laughs> yeah decide I am the one true king and try and wipe out anyone who disagrees with me. No. Cool. Um, cool. But, yes. Also, in terms of world building, because I'm up to season three, I just finished season three, actually. And so far, you see there's a few stories always going on at the same time, like anything. And but one of the stories with um, Daenerys is like basically on the other side of the world. And apart from the occasional message she hears about what's going on on the other side of the world, she is like literally far away from everything. And barely anything overlaps at all and mm -hmm. I'm, is all this stuff going on and she's like miles away it's quite it's crazy because i'm like oh these people are, she's like miles away from all of this stuff i, I, I yeah. find it interesting and it's when like you a separate story the, yeah almost. i always find that interesting i presume it's one thing's like i can't remember specifically but i presume that the magicians has done that i've talked about the magicians here before I still really recommend. Yes. I still yeah. recommend it. The first four seasons are on Amazon Prime. It is excellent and odd and and dark and fun. And there was that time they all sang under pressure. <laughs> the um, magic system I'm gonna hopefully use in my magic book that I'm writing. In my magic book is um, <laughs> it's like it's essentially the the magicians draw power from other dimensions based on the type of spell. So if okay. it's a, if it's like a spell where they create a fireball, they'll draw 
energy from the fire dimension. The fire dimension. Yeah, and or the dimension of heat, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and um, yeah, and if it's something that uses more than one, then they'll draw a bit from this dimension, a bit from that dimension. Yeah. And then there's also a dimension of pure magic, and that dimension charges the other dimensions. And then there's also each magician has their own like sort of like a pocket dimension, it's like a battery, and that fill that stores some amount of magical energy so if all the dimensions were suddenly to disappear they could still cast a few spells and eventually it would run out but yeah because um my book about the magic the one about parallel universes and the one about aliens i am planning once i've written all of them which will probably take (laughs) a long time at my speed um (laughs) i'm planning to do a overlap of all three of them nice oh wow crossover because, most ambitious crossover <laughs> yeah it will be <laughs> but actually because basically all of the i've you I've, you know, I've made this theory which is mainly for my books but also an interesting physical um interesting theory for real life as well that obviously you got the you know the multiverse theory obviously mm-hmm. so parallel universes inside a multiverse and every time there's an option or something there are two universes or more that go down yeah, each yeah. path of the option blah, a, blah, blah. it's another thing right. we, we we discussed in a, in a, in a creative visions lecture <laughs> yeah Great. so there's there's that but then my theory goes a bit further and says there are then multiple multiverses yeah that are I've on different planes that. of reality I, oh, I think the arrowverse has done something similar recently oh. but the only they, one of those i, I, I watched did, is did, supergirl and i'm seasons behind on it they did um crisis on infinite earth so that yeah, was basically the entire multiverse crisis, comes crashing into one universe wow have you have, have, have you i got just because i know you watch a lot of You've watched a lot of CW. So have you seen how much of, have you seen any of Supergirl? Uh, I watched, I think seasons one, two, and possibly three. I can't remember. I, but the season that had um, Crisis in it and everything most, after, I haven't seen. I, I'm about halfway through season three. I'm so I find Supergirl really interesting because Supergirl, more than any of the others, feels like really yeah. very sort of. It's much more of a character drama. You've got your aliens and your superhero-y stuff, but it's much more focused on the interpersonal relationships and stuff. Yeah, I might one I day really go like. back and carry it on. Mm. Because there's... um, So you've got, like, that... My, my theory goes on further to say, oh, there's, like, different multiverses. And the idea behind that is each... But there's only a smaller number. There's only, like, a few thousand multiverses, right? Because the idea <laughs> is the mm. difference between... So obviously inside a, mul- inside a multiverse, you've got like almost infinite number of parallel universes right huge number but each multiverse and then the difference between parallel universes is sometimes it can be drastic sometimes it can be small but they all follow the same laws of physics that's the theory that i'm going with okay is all the parallel universes inside a multiverse follow that multiverse's laws of physics right but then each multiverse has, has different... slightly different tweaks okay. on the laws of physics. I see where so you're going got... here. Yeah. yeah, so the multi- so the magic book or books that I'm going to write, they are based in a multiverse where oh. the laws of physics allow magic to be real. Whereas yes. the book about traveling to parallel universes, that's based in a multiverse where magic yes. isn't physically possible. Yeah, okay, no, I see. Oh. That's, that's, that's a really cool idea. 
That's a really cool Yeah, idea. and then the alien one is then again based in another one where aliens are possible and do exist, but then in the other ones, they don't exist because the laws of physics are slightly well, different. That's, that's, and they have I like it. They don't exist. Well, cool. I, I really and like then, that. Yeah. And then some multiverses, as soon as time begun, the laws of physics just cause them to completely crash, and some of them are completely unstable. And like that's, just a, that's just a way to set up, like, as an excuse for literally anything. You could write literally anything. It doesn't have, it even have to make sense. It's like, oh, actually, it's in multiverse number 304. Exactly. Where, it means yes, this all is my, possible. <laughs> yeah, all of my books now exist in the same, well, not even the same multiverse, in the same reality dimension <laughs> oh you see I've, I, I, yeah. I like those little things though i recently put this book i'm working on at the moment i've canonically made the same universe as you i think i was talking in the episode last episode about those couple or possibly even before then um the couple of stories i'd written last year that were like the ones i really liked that kind of maybe sort of refocused my writing and i have put them yeah. in the same i've put them in the same uh world because these two stories i noticed by complete accident i named the protagonists of the two effective stories april and may so i thought <laughs> that's a fun coincidence they're sisters now so those those yeah. exist in the same universe but then in this book i'm working on now i have worked april into the story uh <laughs> just as a as a this this the character who this chapter's point is from her point of view she works in a pub and she's sort of being nosy listening to people's conversations and two of the people that she's kind of list, try, listening to their sort of half conversation are april and and um and her girlfriend in the in the story that i wrote for the assignment and i i like doing little things like that it's really fun yeah is i that, do like i there, like to do easter eggs is, as well is her girlfriend called uh, julie or something no 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 her, her girlfriend's just called <laughs> july <laughs> I, 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 I need to publish those <laughs> i do have a character called august in uh <laughs> one of the characters no one of the main characters in my my book that the one that's actually Publishing out, and one of the characters in the art stone is called is called August. That's yeah, so I do need to get on to publishing and, some of the things I've already written. And her sister's called January. I what am I doing with the, what's <laughs> going on with the months? Did I always need to lean that, um, into that? Did I ever you read that short Christmas story I wrote in December? Oh, I don't yeah, remember. A long time ago. Yeah, it Possibly. was. Um, yeah, it was. Well, no, not not uh, December just gone. Actually, I. Yeah, I put it on the group chat. I linked to it. I think I like. I think yeah, I like. I saw fun. the link. I thought, cool, that sounds cool. I'll read that later, and yeah. then my brain it doesn't. Mm -hmm. My brain doesn't. I work. might do another one this year. I liked I, la like last year. I did. I, I did that. It was just a short story about. Um, I think it was. It was called Santa Returns. That was just a random short story. <laughs> but yeah, the this, 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 a little um, bit like Superman Returns. Return I can't remember. I think I named. So going back to the my theory of like multiple multiverses i think i called it the the um the ethereum or something cool and yeah, basically cool. the um the idea i do like coming up with names wait till you read wait till you read my um aliens the story about aliens <laughs> have, we, have, have we got a lot of jargon there is a lot of names in there like the so-and-so species from planet so-and-so of sector this and nice. and <laughs> See, i've got I'm a ray at, gun of this I'm type of ray gun Half, and I, I wrote a fantasy novel a few years, or wrote some of a fantasy novel a few years back, and half of the half the names were just typos. I, that, <laughs> I think one of them I, was I just of... make up sounds and I yeah. chain them together. I'm like, smash the, sounds the, right. The, the blah, 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 yeah. poor lolti, ultimatum. Boom. There you go. I'll just there put that go. in the Discord chat. Poor ultimatum. 
boom that, that's, a, that's a word that, use that for something that's an element i think that, that 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 that's some kind of alien element there you go is that's exactly how i do it really no, that so, is, yeah the, um, my joint universe yeah. theory, it's not really a universe theory but it's like there are different dimensions and inside one of them is the reality dimension and that contains a few thousand multiverses is the idea okay awesome. and um there's another dimension called um, the dimension. I can't remember. If it was like elder beings or something like that. The idea is that these there's a dimension that contains basically their gods, and I think there's like five of them, and they watch over all other dimensions. And yeah. um, they were created. They were chosen and created by the force that created the entire Ethereum. And then it obviously there's a dimension cool. of um, yeah, and then there's like the dimension, all the dimensions for the mag from the magic book, like where the magical energy come from. They are separate dimensions to the reality dimension. So you got the the fire, heat, light dimension, and the the water, whatever dimension. And my goodness, you you are good at magic I, dimension. I like to think I'm reasonably good at world building, but you are something else. Also. Like I it just don't know how you think. This I came up with it years ago. Density of information. Well, I feel like you're both good at different things. Yeah, like, very much. Adam, you're very good at the minutia. You're very good at like detailed, I, I, like, I like small world building, and I like characters. Yeah. And I but don't. Sam, Sam is very good at like the grand world. scale of things. He's got like you know, really big ideas and stuff yeah. like that. So maybe working together, you could have a really good like. Oh, I'd have to think what we could come up with. <laughs> yeah. I actually came up with a loose idea and i was like oh adam i should really write yeah this book. you've I, mentioned I this before as well you mentioned this yeah. on, on on a podcast again there you go I think. there's also a dimension of a uh, pure like darkness and negativity which powers all the uh negativity in the rest of the other dimensions and in Ooh. one of the stories uh i think it's season two of the one that goes to other universes which i think i called reality squared i think in season two of reality squared they um, have to deal with the negative dimension because it's there's an imbalance it's becoming too powerful and affecting the multiverse. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, I did rip off Rick and Morty a little bit there. Do you remember there was an episode where they get um, those that team that team comes to them that the saviors of the universe or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, essentially that happens in this season two. There's this team of people that turn up and they're like, and the main character had worked with them previously. And they, um, instead of doing like multiversal jumps, they're more to do with different realities. Whereas he's all about other parallel universes. They're like, oh, we need your help because the negative dimension is becoming too powerful. And he's like, nah, mate, I'm all right. I've, I've just <laughs> spent the past year jumping between realities to save the multiverse. Hmm. And then the second main character is like, no, you're going to, we should help them, blah, blah, blah. And then they help them to. Okay, you should never feel that. too bad for borrowing ideas from places. Like my book, yeah. or the book I'm writing now no. is, is is basically just two different anime smashed together and put in a different setting. <laughs> like it is literally, yeah, that's literally what it is. Because I like to do. Um, sometimes I like to throw in sort of. I like to combine sciencey references or sci-fi references, sort of, with um jokes. So in season of two of this, there will be a point where one character says they're talking about other dimensions and one character's like oh yeah you should totally go to the seven and three quarter dimensions it's like completely crazy you'll have an amazing time <laughs> to put a little joke in that's a really subtle yeah. one-liner something like that yeah. so it means it basically means i can now 
because I've got this overarching theory, all of my books take place no matter what they are, whether they're something that's very realistic or something that's completely not or something that's fantasy. I've got a fantasy series that I'm in the process of writing yeah. with like elves, gnomes and everything like that. They all take place not on the same universe, not in the same multiverse, but in the same reality dimension. So um, if I wanted to, I could cross them over, but I think crossing three of them over is enough. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to... Yeah. Crossing don't aliens, magic, and... Yeah, crossing aliens, magic, and advanced technology altogether to make, yeah, it, to make one book. <laughs> it's enough. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, the, already the going to be a lot that, for people to keep track of. <laughs> the antagonist yeah. of that crossover is an alien who can use magic who is going to try and use a multiversal bomb to blow up each multiverse. Wasn't that a Doctor Who sure that was the... I'm not too sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's um I do like those big things like oh forget about saving the world, we need to save the entire multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe at some point I'll do a crossover with loads more stuff and instead of saving just a few multiverses, they'll have to save the entire Ethereum. I would have way too many. You've characters. certainly got longevity in this one, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's based, I basically created longer. an extended universe you've, like the MCU. You've like you've endless. created a very extended universe. <laughs> I forced myself to stop coming up with ideas yeah. for new stories because I've got enough. What what do you call multiple Ethereums? Oh, there's only one. It He's just is. Everyone is now lost. Um, the circle is complete. The circle is complete. We shall stop. Yeah. <laughs> So that is all for now. We are hoping to be back very soon because none of us have anything better to do. <laughs> Until then, thank you for listening. I've been Adam. You can find me at adamistalking underscore on Twitter. I'm Sam from LC Productions. And I'm uh, Taylor. Check out my YouTube because I might be making some more music soon. Mm. Nice. This has been the Traumatized Final. Stay Final. home. Stay safe. Yeah. Protect yourself. This has been the Traumatized and the NHS. Go <laughs> NHS. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this, this has been the Traumatized Pineapple Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.